0: Hey guys, Coach Ben here. You are listening to The Bench Cast. Uh, with small arm, legs strong over here. We're talking warming up for the bench. or What we like to do beforehand to get ourselves prepared to do the movement. And then how to actually warm up. Your, your schedule your warm up sets. While you bench, going into your main sets. I
1: think this one's big because a lot of people at the gym, commercial gyms, they just go into the they bench. They skip it. They warm up for their squats, warm up for their deadlifts, if they do them. But they don't warm up for the bench. They just lie right down and get to it. Note
0: the trend is I see if you're at a powerlifting spot, if you're at a, like a CrossFit, you have the tools to warm up properly. At so least you have a foam roller, you have some bands, you have something. Yeah. You, know, you have lacrosse balls. You kind of know what the hell that is. People at commercial gym. They just—it's not in the environment of warming up. They don't have rooms for that. You gotta find space on the floor. So if you're in a commercial gym, I feel kind of bad. I even don't want to warm up in a commercial gym. <laughs> That's how shitty it is. They don't have warm up rooms. So you gotta like use the yoga room or something. You know, you have no space to do this stuff. And I—I I don't know any places that have foam rollers for you to use. Do you know? Oh, I know plenty. You know plenty. You just go
1: to shitty commercial gyms.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. You go to a shitty commercial gym, I don't even know where the FOMOs are if they do have them.
1: Yeah, they're hidden. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah, they're hidden yep. away.
0: they in the yoga room or something,
1: right? Yep, and then uh, the people who do warm up, they bring out this big bag full of all these, you know, bells yeah, and whistles.
0: exceptions, but I think in a commercial gym, they just don't know how to warm up. And, you know, like I said, no space, really, especially if you're just trying to get onto the floor. And then the thing with... Um, open equipment. You know, if I go a commercial gym, very unlikely the bench is open, depending what time you go. So Uh, if that thing's open, I'm jumping on it. If you
1: go on international chess day, yes,
0: we good luck. I'm like after warm I'm getting onto this bench before someone takes it and then I have to wait another thirty minutes. And at that point I'm cold again anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's a real tough environment. But you can do some simple things to get yourself ready and then those of us who are blessed to be able to lift at a good powerlifting facility and have that room available to us to warm up, we can do a lot of good things to make sure that we are maximizing what we can do on the bench that day. All right, how I like to start the warm up process is to grab a foam roller or some type of myofascial release stuff. All right, and not necessarily to dig a shit ton into a tight spot, you know, that helps especially kind of lengthen the muscle, give you that range of motion. But more or less, just to kind of get blood flow around. You know, if you wake up, especially if you train in the morning, if you train in the morning, you know, you get out of bed, you're stiff, you can't move well, right? We all go through that. Yep. I just can't wake up. I touch my toes, but that's usually <laughs> any time of the day. But grabbing a foam roller, just getting some blood flow around. At least that gives you kind of some movement, but what it does is it gets blood flow around to other working muscles. When you're kind of stagnant at night, yeah, you know, if you ever foam roll your quad or even use that stick roller on your quad, you feel it. You, feel, like, feel that movement. You're, like, pushing shit around in there. Yep. You can feel the difference. It's like a—I don't even know how to explain it. It's just you pushing blood around. It's nice. It's good. It's like it hasn't been there, and now you're there.
1: It's like uh, going in for a nice massage. Yeah.
0: You know, you just feel better. You know, it's just like uh, those diabetic socks supposed to, like, move blood through you better. You know what I mean? You're just pushing that shit through. But the thing is that's gonna make you warm, right? It's gonna warm up the body a little bit, get the blood flow around, get stuff moving again, but then that's a great opportunity to start going right into your stretches. That really sets the table well because stretching is like if you take a cold rubber band out of the freezer, alright, try stretching that shit, probably gonna snap on you. Alright, same type of deal with your muscles. You want that to be warm so it's more pliable. Yeah, you, know, you could stretch a rubber band to the to the cows come home, right, when it's warm but try stretching a frozen rubber band. It's gonna
1: snap that shit up.
0: Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So uh, foam rolling, you know, get a little sweat going. And it is possible, you get some vicious foam rolling in, you can break a little sweat. Yep. Get some stretching in. Okay, what I like to do specifically for the bench, foam rolling, I like to hit the the hips, hit the adductors inside the thigh. All right, I get the back, the lats. I try to get the arms best i can with some type of uh, roller stick roller or something but everyone wants to hit upper body but you gotta understand as we talk about all the time benching's a total body movement all right it's not just upper body so if you're not warming up your lower body just as well as you are your upper body you are missing the boat big time hugely all right Two key areas, and when I go into my stretching too, and I want you to check out online on Big Bench's YouTube channel, Core 4, and right now when I'm huge on the Core 4, it's been a total game changer for me. Four perfectly placed stretches that are going to hit everything you need to just be able to, you know, go through the day pain-free in the lower back, you know, opens up your hip flexors, hits the QL muscle lower back, you're going to feel great after you do the core four. If that's all you do, if that's all you have time for. Thing takes like two minutes to complete. Max. Two minutes max. Yeah, no reason it should even take that long. I get on the ground, bang, bang. And I, I do that three times a day, I'm good. I know if I do that, I ain't getting a low back pain. If I skip doing that and I stop not stretching, right, then I am going to get a ton of lower back pain. I don't even want to stand up. I just want to sit down. My hip flexors <laughs> are so jammed up tight as you go on a long road trip you better stretch after but look up core four if so you don't know where to begin with that core four that's a place to look it's on our youtube channel big benches to search it all right but i'm really big on two areas in particular t-spine to help gain that that range of motion all right in the upper back t-spine mobility i know the lacrosse stick one you showed me mm-hmm. huge yeah you want to be able to to arch well Doing, um, yeah, we do a T-spine mobility exercise with the lacrosse stick and adductors. That's inside the thigh. I know for me, how I teach benching, feet out nice and wide, wide, stable base of support. I can't get my feet out there if I just jump on the bench cold. I have to do some type of adductor stretch, some type of myofascial release with the foam roller. I got to really open up that area or I'm not going to get my feet out in position.
1: I'm a, I'm a toes back bencher, you know, heel up. So I need the whole, I need the quad stretch. I need a quads, open up. hip yep. flexors to or get you back. Not going to be able to get as tight?
0: Yeah, I've uh, I've been there. I've done that back in the day. Do some toes back benching. I understand that completely. Changes what you need to do. Hip flexors, quads. Uh, if I jumped on a bench now and did toes back, I feel like I'm totally ripping my yep. hip flexor out. And that's a big area for me too. I've been getting beat up there a lot trying to um push back on the on the bench and I don't really have that external rotation in my leg in my left leg and I get real torn up there so I know that's the spot I need to hit okay so I'll take care of those areas everyone's got a few key areas they need to get you know taken care of before they jump on the bench but that's unique to you I'm big on those two areas just because I find that helps a lot of people all right but you might need totally different stuff yep i think we just figured out what
1: happens if you do two back-to-back instagram lives yeah we conked out here yep
0: hit the time limit yeah no worries um, but now if we move on from there uh, we do the foam rolling get some blood full around get our bodies warm we do some some stretching now i like to get into some if you really need to dig into something some active release stuff there you know digging in with a lacrosse ball or I like to do just some activation work in general. You know, um, I, I like to do some mobility with the band. So I put the band around my shoulder. I let it pull me back. I start to square up. I let the band pull my shoulder back. The bow tie is great for that as well. Look up the bow tie if you haven't heard of that. Pulls your shoulder back into a nice neutral position. Gives you a nice chest stretch.
1: I like even wearing the bow tie during my lower body warm-ups.
0: Yeah, they absolutely. It just pulls me back. And it's passive, so you have, you know, no reason you shouldn't wear it. You can just throw it on. Yep. You know, it's not getting in the way. You can still do everything you normally do. Um, I like for activation, I like to do something light but fast. So, like throwing a med ball against the wall, real explosive work. Um, Just putting bands behind your back and and pressing into them, kind of like a lineman shooting off the line with the hands, slamming into that man. Explosive push-ups. If you can handle that, if you're a lighter weight, doesn't beat up your joints. Doing the push-ups where you actually jump up, you like clap your hands. I think those are great exercises. Some explosive band push-ups. Uh, any of that is great because you're doing the movement, but you're doing it fast. You're doing it explosive. You're warming up the nervous system, getting yourself ready to move quickly, and explosively. All right, it's all about muscle fiber recruitment. So, is there anything you prefer in general warming up? you have a go-to med ball toss type deal or something? Yeah, I think
1: you covered pretty much everything. But what I like to do is um, <clears throat> just really emphasize mobility of the back, just gonna go lacrosse ball in there. I even like getting uh, my spinal erectors. Yeah. I, I just tend to cramp up there in the bench. And yeah, when in you're back. getting a really tight setup, things are going to cramp sometimes.
0: Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. You, you notice where you cramp up in the bench, either the hips, hip flexors, back. Because uh, that's often a telltale sign. You gotta spend a little more time in that area. I actually like to take time
1: in my warm up to decompress from the day to throw out all the garbage. You know, with working out yep. first you thing in the morning day mind. before. Yep, and just focus on bench session.
0: Yeah, this is a great time to do that.
1: And then you could go and see. Oh, my shoulders feeling a little weird today. My elbows feeling a little weird. Maybe you go back, get a little extra love in the warm up, so you can avoid a problem during the session.
0: Yep. Now you're you're spot on. Um, it doesn't become a problem until it becomes a problem. Yep. You know, you think you can get away with not warming up until that one time. You straighten your pec really bad, and you're like, shit, I didn't even warm up. Yep, should have taken a little extra time for that. You know what I mean? So I go through that more or less on deadlifts. Um, you know, deadlifting, I'm pretty nasty in the hips. If I don't spend time hip flexor work, even a little extra time, 5, 10 minutes, uh, if I don't do something a little bit extra, it really hits my lower back hard, and I can tell that difference. Uh, bench, I can tell my hips will start cramping if I don't spend time in that area.
1: Told you guys we would sneak in a little deadlift warm up in here, but uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sons of bitch deadlifts. Tell you, you gotta warm up hardcore for those. Um, but yeah, you you get that done, and right now you, you head on to the bench. Yep. All right, so now we're heading on to the bench. Warming up on the bench. So what I like to do is I'll never sandbag the empty bar. That's my biggest pet peeve, and I'll catch everyone. Moving the empty bar, like, it's super heavy. They're moving it slow. You know, I understand kind of getting into that groove, but what I like to do, I'll go feet up. I'll do, like, 20 reps, something real explosive. Like, I ain't sandbagging it. I'm giving all my 100% effort to that empty bar. I'll go after that. Everyone thinks I'm done, but I'm not. Coach Ben fools you. I'm not done. (laughs) I go into a full setup, and I'll do the empty bar, real explosive, one rep. And the reason I only do one reps with everything is because I teach people push back as hard as possible. If you only have an empty bar, there's not enough weight to hold your shoulders down. So if you're truly pushing back on the bench hard, and you explode into that empty bar, and you try to throw it through the roof because you're going 100% on like 2%, right? then you should be off the bench by then. And when he says full setup, he means
1: full competition setup. Yes, max maximize the shit out of it. Just as tight as it was if it was 400, if it was 500, mm-hmm. if it was 600.
0: Yeah, treat all those warm-ups like max effort. Because I'll tell you, that's how you're going to get ahead of everyone else. You know, there's the secret right there. You, you bring 100% to all those warm-ups, everyone's sandbagging warm-ups. All right? They're taking their time, they're moving slow. All right, Treat it like speed work you know you're getting something out of that whether you think you are or not you get something out of that light work muscle recruitment learning how to explode into the weight you're fine growing in the press you're every single practicing time.
1: practicing the skill of benching
0: yes and if you do that more times than everyone else you're gonna be better all right you think of it you bench two three times a week right say you get like six good warm-ups in that's a lower end you get six good warm-ups in before your working sets all right, say one of those warm-ups is good for the average person. If you nail all six, I mean, just think of the stats on that. You know, say, just make it easy twice a week, right? You got 12 good warm-up sets in. Someone got two. Multiply that for a month. You got 48 good sets in. Someone got, like, eight. You know, expand that onto a year. I can't do that math, <laughs> but you get the gist of it. You're kicking ass. Alright, whereas someone else, they probably didn't even reach a hundred good warm up sets.
1: You're on five hundred and seventy six good warm up sets.
0: Yeah. You're like pushing thousand good warm up <laughs> sets. Oh, he did the math. Five seventy six. You just crushed five hundred seventy that's on the low end, guys. Five hundred and seventy six good sets whereas someone's doing like twenty good sets. All right. Just just guess me. If they're Okay, lucky. you're kicking ass, you're getting something out of that. All right. Don't think you're not getting something out of that. You get, you practice that setup like 500 times more than the other guy. You know what I mean? You're golden. So that's you know that gets you ahead. So that's really big, and treating them all like it's max effort. I'm talking when I do the bar, I can I cannot do a second rep because I'm already off the pad. but my head is off the pad because I'm driving so hard with my legs. And oftentimes. My hip flex, if I don't warm up good, I feel it on that first rep, because I am pushing, I'm pushing with my legs, okay? So, that's what I like to see for warm ups on the bench. Yeah, I think
1: a lot of people have the question of how should I warm up, as in how much weight should I put on every
0: time to get to my working sets? Yeah, so, I like to typically see like six, seven, six, seven, eight, good warm up sets, all right? No matter what weight you're starting at. If you're benching a plate, don't throw a quarter on and then go to a plate. That's just dumb. I know you don't wanna look you know, weak or whatever in the gym, warming up with a 10 or something, but if you are warming up to a plate, don't take a quarter and then jump to a plate. That's just dumb. If you are maxing out 225, all right, don't take quarter, plate, quarter, and then 225. Slow it down a bit, take more warm-up sets, get your body ready. Someone that of 400, they ain't going to be doing that. You know, hopefully they ain't going plate jumps all the way to 400. You know, there just got to be some, some process in between where you get a few more warm-ups in. Okay, Granted, as you go up in weight, you're taking bigger jumps. If you're lower in weight, you're taking smaller jumps. Okay, But you got to make those jumps accordingly. Okay? Easy way to do it. You don't know what the hell's going on. Take your working weight for the day divide it by, like, seven or whatever. Then you have your intervals. Yeah, take that weight, take off the bar, 45, and then divide it by seven, and then you know how much weight to jump each time, and that's an even jump each time. quick math. It's real simple shit. Nothing to it. All right? If you're warming up for a rep max, I wanted to touch on that because that's a little bit different. So if you're warming up for a big one rep max.
1: That's a party for a lot of people, so let's hear it.
0: Yeah, that, I'm, uh, granted, I know there's a lot of people out there maxing every week on the Max Every Week program. <laughs> uh, but if you're warming up for max, it's going to be a little bit different. So, say you're going for uh, over 300 pound bench, slightly over three, trying to hit like 310 or something like that, right? You can start off, you know, if I teach it, do the singles, okay? You're not going to be able to do reps. Um, because, like you said, you should be totally off the pad, all right? Uh, typically, what if you, if you see is people do more reps early on, okay, which is fine. But as you get closer to that number, you got to cut it down to singles because what's the point here? We're not burning ourselves out in warm-ups. We're trying to save our energy for that big top set. So you got to cut it down a little bit. Start hitting singles as soon as you get, like, two warm-ups in. I'd start hitting singles, practicing what you're gonna do for the day okay Um,
1: I think also setting an intent for that day is huge if you know you're gonna do a one at max you're not gonna do five by five beforehand no you're right and if you know you're gonna do five by five you're not gonna take singles all the way up so just know what you're doing for the day and it'll help you program your warm-up for that day
0: yeah absolutely you got to know what you're doing in order to plan an effective warm-up process for that Um, but if we're getting into that 310 bench all right you're probably going to want to feel something relatively close okay you don't want to go from 275 to 310 and that would be typically everyone's thought process right it'd be 275 you throw whatever 300 is be like oh i just need a little bit more toss it on whatever it may be all right but don't do that don't take that big jump right at the end especially if you were nice and calculated up don't take a huge jump right at the end um, plan something a little bit closer to it. So maybe going for a 310, see how 295 moves first. Okay. If you got to go 275 to, to 295, do that. All right. Slow the jumps down a little bit as you get closer, feel out what you're capable of. All right. Cause there's a big difference between 275 and 310. It's huge. Cause it can hit you like a shit ton of bricks
1: and it's good. So sometimes, you know, it, it just might not be there. If 295 moves like you're a bag full of bags. You know, mm-hmm. 310 might not be in there for today. Yeah. Maybe 305's there, though.
0: Yeah, and it also brings a good point. You know when to, like, cut it out for today. All right, if something doesn't move good on the way up, maybe you shouldn't test that max then. Maybe that's a day that you're not on point for whatever reason. Uh, take a technical PR, you know, hit something, hit 300 really smooth instead of trying for a 310 that's going to look real shitty, so to speak. All right, especially if it's training. You're not getting anything out of that. There's, there's always more training sessions yep. for certain. There's always more meats. So um, save it for the meat if you're really going to test yourself. That's what I always recommend. Even when I test my max, you know, here for example, I, I kind of know what I could really push and, uh, push and then I know what I can safely kind of hit for the day. And I'll always take more times than not what I can safely hit unless I'm out of meat. But that's how I would break it down. And I think we did a good job touching on that. Other things that I would include too, I'm a big fan of, especially if I'm feeling a little beat up, a little achy in the joints. I take, I like doTERRA Blue Heat. Everyone has a different preference, but I'll rub some of that on me. Lights up the area, elbow, where it kind of distracts your mind, gives you that warmth, and I'll put an elbow sleeve over it. And I'll just let that thing heat up in there, and it, it stays nice and warm throughout the whole. Lift,
1: which it definitely says on the jar, do not do, do not compress.
0: Well, I compressed it, <laughs> <laughs> but I like doing that. I like uh, kind of capturing that heat and an elbow sleeve. People
1: get like icy
0: out, bengay, there's toast too, which is phenomenal. Yep. yep, yeah, all that. Um, but especially if you have like an area you want to distract your mind from too, you know, you're getting close to meat, we all kind of get beat up down the line. Um, you know, playing smart for the day, but throwing uh, some that icy hot shit and, and different things mm-hmm. in. My personal good, favorite uh, is just
1: getting a voodoo band around like an achy joint.
0: That's huge. Yep. Yeah, so if you don't know, a voodoo band is basically like a rubber compression band. And uh, you wrap it around that joint, squeezes, kind of keeps the blood flow out, uh, compresses the joint. So you get in that, um, those little ligaments and stuff, room to breathe room to kind of move around. You know, it's like if you make a fist, right, and you squeeze your fist, you can feel how you kind of relax. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's the same same type of deal. Um, then go through the full range
1: of motion, you take yeah. it
0: off, it just feels so much better. Yeah, yeah, it's more, I mean, more like a temporary thing um, in the short term, long term it definitely helps, but it's gonna make you feel better right away and just doing that consistently uh, voodoo band is a great one and it's all blood flow right we're all we're taking away the blood flow once it comes off all that blood is rushing in feeding with nutrients and whatnot so it's all typically relatively same stuff um, but that's a good point voodoo bands rubs whatever uh, all good parts of the warm-up the bow tie very good passive tool yep wear it whenever office worker sling that thing around your back you're good all right just the most important part is take warm-up seriously Warm up seriously. Yeah, I mean, just reading that, the statistics to you. Over a course of a year, you bench twice a week. That's some really awesome comparison there, I think. I, I'm really fascinated by that because that's how much extra ass you're kicking. Yep. Compared to you're someone just- else. Everyone's sandbagging warm ups. You're getting zero out of that. All right, especially if you're not taking the setup serious. If you're sandbagging setup, you're not pressing that bar fast, you are missing out big time. That's all part of the training. Take it serious. Alright guys, that's it about warming up. Wanted to cover that quick for you. Share this with a friend too, if you guys are the type that going into the gym don't warm up. So you got, you know a place to start. Alright, you got a place to start now. Start taking those warm serious because last thing you want is to hurt yourself, strain a peck, whatever the case may be, and then realize you know you didn't warm up and you maybe could have prevented it. That's
1: that. time you have to take off from benching. Who wants to do
0: that? Yeah, absolutely. And you learn that real quick as you start out too. I remember I was on the max day, or max every week program when I first started out, and I was dumb, there was zero warmups there too. And I just got to the point where I'd pull my back all the time and then you learn real quick.
1: Listen, I was on the dot program, no days off trading. Oh, okay, yeah, I've, so I've been on that a little oof. bit
0: too. That's just his worst. That's just dumb. That's just... <laughs> that, that, talk about non-motivation to do shit. He just burn. <laughs> burn. All right, guys. Thanks for watching, or thanks for listening, whatever you're checking us out on. This is... Or before we get to that, before we get to that, I want to make sure you're following us on YouTube, subscribing to us, follow me at Big Benches, Alright, make sure you keeping them below all our new content. We got the IG live going or the IG TV, the new stuff out. Alright, make sure you give a five star review. We really really appreciate it. it. Helps out the podcast, so don't just skip through that. Please make a note whenever you can. Jump on the iTunes, leave a nice review. Really appreciate it. I read them all. And uh, you know, you know Elvis. at small arm leg strong. Small arm leg strong. And this has been the bench care.